Coming up, the Bills take care of business. The Eagles do not. Next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where if you missed part one of this podcast, me and Cousin Sal broke down the first four games and we did Guess the Line, because we only knew one game. So part two is coming up in a second. We're reacting off of the Eagles and Bills games. There's a new rewatchables that is going up tonight as well. Guess what? I'm not on it. And guess what? The scheduling was uh, was was pretty prophetic. Chris Ryan, Andy Greenwald, Zach Barron, special guest, all Eagles fans, and we did Silver Linings Playbook, figuring that tonight might not go that great for the Eagles. So uh, a very timely Rewatchables episode. You can go check that out. Check out all the Ringer podcasts. Check out the great stuff we've been doing on the ringer.com lately as well, especially the football and basketball stuff. Uh, all right, we're going to bring in Sal. We're going to bring in Pearl Jam. Let's get this party started. All right, Cousin Sal is here. He seems a little more upbeat than yesterday after the Dallas Cowboys season was unmercifully ended. Um, the Eagles season was disgracefully ended tonight. This had to make you feel a little bit better that the Cowboys might have been knocked out, but the Eagles are in complete disarray. And I actually think, they're, who, who, who had a worse weekend or worse extended weekend, do you think? Out of who, me or the Eagles or the Cowboys? Eagles, Eagles, Cowboys. Who's feeling worse right now? Who's in more disarray? Um, oh man, that's tough. I mean, the Joneses go off and they they go to like the Caribbean like right afterwards, so they don't really give a crap. But uh, it's from what I understand. Uh, hmm. I think the uh, well, the the Eagles have to think Hurts is going to get better, and maybe the AJ Brown thing will resolve itself, and the defense has to tighten up a little bit, but. Uh, I'm still going to say the Cowboys because it hurts me most. But I was thinking, like, maybe I was too harsh on the AFC South and the NFC South. Maybe the NFC East was the worst division after all. My mm. God, the way these teams ended things. The crazy thing, and we, you like the Bucks in this game, right? I had Philly. I'm sorry. Oh, you had Philly. Yeah. Why'd you have yeah. Philly? What, what was the thought process? I just figured, like, the Chiefs got their shit together and they, they were not, mm. you know, they, they were on a downslide. I'm like, Philadelphia, we'll, we'll figure it out. But you like the, you love the Bucks, right? I did. I really liked the Bucks, and I put them in a couple teases and had enough money in them tonight that I was like, I, I don't know how far I want to push here with Baker Mayfield, but the mm. way this game played out was if you were like, what is the worst case scenario for how an Eagles playoff loss would go and the buildup of it this entire day, it starts out, there's an ESPN dot com piece about oh, the yeah. Eagles and sources saying and uh, the Sirianni and finger pointing and it's the kind of article that people write after the season is over. Brian mm -hmm. Curtis always calls it the notebook dump. It's like he calls it the now the now they tell us like the season ends two days later. 
the guy right. in the athletic or the guy at ESPN writes the long piece with all these stories and anecdotes about how what a fucked up season it was. This made history. They they did it on a Monday morning. They they hadn't yeah. even played their last game yet. So I read that. I was like, oh my God, this is this is they a leak the obituary. It's like when Arnold Palmer had died <laughs> right. like uh, six months before he actually <laughs> did. It came out early. So wow. then the game starts and they are just like uh, walking corpses and the Bucks go right down and it's, yeah. you know, they take a lead. But then as the game went on, it seemed like something happened in the Eagles. They started hitting, they started putting hits on, on Mayfield and it felt like they were kind of at least in the vicinity coming back. And then that safety, they just rolled over. The moment the safety yeah. happened, the game was done. Well, it's weird because Mayfield on third and one takes a horrible sack. They're in field goal range. Yeah. It's a really bad sack on third and one. Now they're at midfield. They have to punt. And I think, was it the Eagles' first play where Hertz was scrambling in the end? He still would have been scrambling if they didn't sack. Like, they, well, yeah. how is he not getting rid of that ball? They really, um, sometimes they look like two. I hated the game anyway. It really, the whole game reminded me of like they just fast forwarded to next season, next preseason, right? Didn't it feel like this was the fourth? preseason game of the year and the but starters This was every Eagles start. game we've watched. We're just like dumb, weird shit and disjointed and everyone on the bench looks like they're being water tortured. Uh, just dirty looks left and right. Sirianni, who I think had a lot of swagger even through the first three months, but yeah. just looked like dead man walking tonight. What the like, hell? That guy's he was, done. He was just, just a minute ago bawling at the National Anthem in the Super Bowl. But our buddy Raheem sent us a, a post from... Uh, Jeff Vogel, Philadelphia will finish 0-8 against the spread in regulation its last eight games, 1-4-1 and one straight up as wow. favorites during that span. 0-8. 0-8 against Ooh. the spread. Nuts. Four out. I'll say this. Losses. I'm really proud of myself, Sal, because this Eagles team burned me a couple times this year. What was mm -hmm. They had that, that awful Jets game when they blew everybody's tees, and they had a couple other ones, but we started to really sniff them out, and Today, like I, I well, you, you, I guess you didn't. No, sniff I didn't. Out. I didn't sniff anything. There was no, no. sniff. Maybe, maybe COVID. Maybe, maybe you still don't have That's all your it. senses. I got nothing. <laughs> I sniffed it out. I was like, "You, you guys aren't doing this to me again." And you could see it was all the checkpoints of, oh yeah, just an awful third and five play. Oh, that fourth and five play, basically for the game. I don't right. know what the f they were doing. Hertz ends up basically throwing it off his back foot, thirty-five yeah. yards. Uh, the other thing, and I think this is really instructive just in general, because we've seen seasons kind of go down in the tubes a little bit over, but sometimes the teams will turn it back. The fan base was so out on this team. Right. So out. Like I, I said this at the top of the pod, but for rewatchables, I made Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald and Zach Barron do Silver Linings playbook. They taped it last week and, and we were like, should should we rush it before the Eagles game? And they were like, no, we're almost definitely going to lose. It'll be, it'll wow. be better if it comes up right after the game. And guess what? It's coming up right after the game because <laughs> all the Eagle fans knew. So I guess the question is, is it actually better it played out this way? Because now they can go all in on Vrabel or Belichick. Wow, it's so nuts that we're talking about this. Like, what is the problem with Nick Sirianni? He took him to the Super Bowl. What? What is it? Did they just turn on him in the no. clubhouse? All these Georgia recruits? Like, it doesn't really make sense to me, except that they, here, here's why I was a little bit, you know, I, I was a little bit hesitant because I thought they were like slow playing everybody. Like, hey, we hmm. know how to get to the Super Bowl. We know how to win playoff games. We don't need to tough it out. And honestly, after the Cowboys lost, like, holy crap, the Eagles could get a home game if they win and the Rams win. Like they right. really might have played this right, but no, it just you were right. They just really sucked the last six weeks of the season. Well, you were thinking you were thinking on off switch, which we've seen. Yeah. The problem is the Eagles were telling us who they were here for seven weeks. They lose to the 49ers 42-19. They lose to your team 33-13. Lose to the Seahawks 2017. They barely beat the Giants 33-25 in a game that they were just dying to mm -hmm. at least go to overtime in. Cardinals beat them 35-31, run the ball down their throats, dominate the game, control for 40 minutes. And then last but not least, that that last week of the season, when it's like, ah, we might somewhat be in, and they just immediately rolled over against the Giants again. And they were trying to tell us. You know, but I don't think we've seen. Have we ever seen anything like this? We've seen yes, it plenty of times with the super with the Super Bowl losing team. Well, fine, we've seen them go seven and nine or seven and ten, whatever. 
But have we seen a Super Bowl losing team dominate the first like eight and one? I know the DVOA suggests that they were probably yeah. like a seven and four team and not an uh, or uh, my numbers are all wrong, but they were eight and one and then they slid without know, they really were, two. They were 10 and one. Ten and but one, that's right. the thing. Like this was this year's victory for the nerds. Last year was the Vikings. Yeah. This year was the Eagles. The Eagles were ten and one, and all the nerds were going, "Don't well, trust this. This doesn't seem. This doesn't seem right." They also, you know, they didn't have AJ Brown tonight. They sure. didn't have any linebackers to speak of. Their secondary got worse as the year went along, and then on top of that, like I was writing down about um, two lessons from this game. One was that hatchet job piece that comes out day of, which is clearly leaked by somebody. They're setting the stage for. Mm-hmm. The other is maybe it's just a disaster to lose both coordinators heading into the next season. I remember yeah. it happened way, way back. The Pats lost Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell after the third Super Bowl. And you could really feel it the next year. You're promoting and it just makes sense. Like, it, you know, if I lost Jeff and Sean and Mallory and Juliet and Chris and, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden... I'm just, oh my God. And I'm just trying to learn how to have a new inner circle. And meanwhile, there's a football season going on. And they're televising every game. I would, it would be really hard. You, you have a shorthand with people that you're used to working with. So, so you're saying you have no faith in me and Rosillo and, and Raheem and how yeah, like Kyle would have the- to, Kyle and Saruti <laughs> would really have to step up. Oh, but, Kyle. Yeah. but I do think with the, the losing the coordinators, I do think as football fans is something we just don't understand. So we don't think it's a big deal in it. And in this case, it clearly was because their offense was completely different this year. I guess so, except for the 10 and one part. But I, I know you're right. It was a one. So uh, good. Good for the nerds. You're, you're right. The nerds win. The nerds. The nerds hey, are, nerds standing ovation. Nerds um, and Trevor Noah it might be one of the same. I don't know. <laughs> and, and Dauber's neighbor. <laughs> Dauber's Congrats neighbor. to Dauber's neighbor. Spilled it up. Very good. Uh, um, we also had uh, the Matt Patricia It Follows. I don't know where he goes next year. What, what destruction is next oh, yeah. for Matt That's Patricia? Good. Just his six-year run of whatever. We have the what happened to the NFC East narrative mm-hmm. where if, if you if you said, all right, there's going to be two teams left standing in round two from one of the NFC divisions, the answer would not have been the NFC North. Yeah. Nobody would have said that one. Um by the way, the AFC South and the NFC South representatives are still alive, and neither of the NFC Easts are. Right. Pretty spectacular. Yeah. And then Detroit. This is the first time tonight where I'm starting to think like, holy shit, this might be coming up all Detroit. They win that Rams game that, you know, you could really argue that was an either-or game, and, you know, mm-hmm. the Rams have to be kicking themselves today. A lot of calls went against them, too. We talked about that last night. But now Detroit doesn't have to go to Dallas. Detroit gets to, they get to stay home. They have the Bucks coming coming to Detroit. And they're basically in the NFC title game unless they completely choke now because they're better than the Bucks and they should be able to beat the Bucks at home. And mm. then you just kind of have to hope the Packers, we guessed that line last night, Packers uh, were nine and a half point underdogs. You won that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just hope, hey man, Jordan Love, what about it? Can you take a lead? Shanahan trying to come from behind. That was a disaster. Right. Maybe I mean, they're not hosting all three playoff games. Yeah. And it's funny. I looked at it the other way. Like what a cakewalk for San Francisco, but you're right. Yeah. Detroit couldn't have worked out better. If you, if you take their odds, uh, just even momentum wise and spiritually from that two point conversion screw up, it didn't look like they were going anywhere. It's same old uh, lions, but yeah, they're in a way in the driver's seat too. So, one thing the we Rams, the about, Rams needed to play tonight. The Rams needed to somehow get in that game between either Tampa Bay and Philadelphia, so they could have advanced. That was yeah. that was uh, what got screwed up. Yeah, the Rams are the one team that I'm bummed they couldn't. We couldn't find a spot for them somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, we've gone how many minutes now? Eleven minutes, and we didn't talk about the Bucks, and we didn't talk about Baker Mayfield. Baker was awesome. Oh, yeah. He took a lot of hard hits in that game. Mm-hmm. I thought he did. He navigated around the pocket and bought extra time, which seems to be the recurring theme of these playoffs. Um, but you'd think like from a redemption story, we thought Flacco was going to be the big redemption story and then turned out to be Baker. I thought, did you hear the story Buck told about how 
Mayfield kind of lost his mojo and he went to the Rams for the last five games and McVay was doing his whole, hey man, just go out and have fun. Just try I missed to, it. I, I'm sorry. I was listening to all the acceptance speeches for beef. But yeah, what? So what was this? What did he? What did he say? <laughs> he was saying. Uh, he was saying McVeigh was just like, you got to go out and have fun. You're not having fun anymore. Go out and have fun. And mm-hmm. Mayfield's insinuated like when he was in Cleveland, they tried to put the clamps down on what he was like in college. How you know he's like this aggro leader of men, um, right. super demonstrative guy, and they kept kind of putting the kibosh on that. By the time he got to Carolina, he's basically broken. And then McVeigh kind of rejuvenated him. And now you think like, it, it's, a, it's a pretty big what if for the Pats because Belichick loved him mm-hmm. before the draft and tried to trade up for him. And for some reason, didn't had no interest in him this year. Yeah. A lot of teams kind of looked at him and said, eh, and, and passed on him. Now he's going to be around too. This is the kind of guy we talk about with Belichick. If he could bring this type of player to the Falcons, that's a Tentman playoff team. Why not? You know, same kind of division. But yeah, I think you and I were high on Baker most of the year. It's just the one, the Baker we saw last week, I think he had like rib implants or something. Yeah. Because he threw the ball well. He threw like a 23-year-old. He did. Like it's a stud. Like he really was hitting everybody in stride. Uh, Didn't have that against the Panthers last week. That's what I was worried about. But uh, fantastic. Almost 120 quarterback rating. Really good. Well, and here's the other thing. Well, how many drops in the first half? Like yeah. Evans dropped a touchdown. Otten mm. dropped one over the middle. Evans dropped another one. He, he was on target the whole game. I had the boost for FanDuel. We did Evans TD with the Bucks. I think it was plus three and a half, and they boosted it to three to one. Mm. And Evans, you could tell he just didn't have it. He had like, right. but you know, you watch Evans in certain games, and he looks like the greatest receiver God ever made other than Randy Moss. He'd be number oh, yeah. two. Then you watch like him there, and you're separation. like, yeah. You watch him today and you're like, that guy has 12,000 yards. What, he can't mm-hmm. even catch the ball. Um, so they survived that. And, uh, you know, they survived Baker taking a lot of hits and looking yeah, at a couple of times. five pass catchers over 40 yards, which is v- very hard to do. You don't, you don't see that ever. Do you get, do you feel like a, a lesser person when you've watched yes. football for <laughs> 11 hours a day every week and then somebody makes a play in the playoffs? You're like, who's that guy? Where'd that guy oh, yeah. come from? Because we had like three House, of those this weekend. House was making fun of Who was it? Devin oh, yeah, Tompkins the, Texans, or Durham? The, the third string yeah. Texans tight end who had like a 75-yard touchdown. Yeah. Always There's surprises. a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. All right. So who, it seems like the Jones are going to take a couple of days off and milk this. Mm-hmm. My guess are the Eagles and the Cowboys now are going to want are going to want coaches, and we know mm-hmm. the Chargers, and we know Falcons. They they tweeted, right? It kind of pissed me off. I almost did a snarky response. They tweeted, oh, really? We have interviewed Bill Belichick for the head coach job. It's like fuck you guys. Fifteen <laughs> minutes away. They remember that tweet they did. Right, fifteen yeah. minutes away when it was like twenty-eight to nine with a little screenshot. Right. I don't know, it made me mad. I'm Wait, not what? They, they did it, or Schefter did? The Falcons tweeted. No, the it? Falcons tweeted out. Oh, that wow. they interviewed Bill Belichick. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, so that yeah, that was a dig at the, your th- team and you. I thought that was annoying. Actually. I was pr- yeah. I was annoyed. Um, oh, good. But they're moving fast. So my guess is Belichick has a team in the next four or five days. There's some Harbaugh, Harbaugh Chargers buzz building. Mm-hmm. So he met with them. Yeah. Yeah. I just in general, it makes sense because they have kind of hands off owners. He gets to live in LA. He's got a quarterback like that. That makes sense to me. I just I like all Washington the nonsense. Does. I love all the nonsense. Like, well, he's got ties. He's got ties to this. Like, everybody's got ties. If you do yeah, the six ties degrees to everybody. Of, of Kevin Bacon, you got ties. It's like, and then you start following, well, he was on this this plane and then he took a private jet here and that ends up being wrong 70% of the time. I love it. This is what reporters are, are most wrong about. All right, so pick the coaches. Let's do it right now. It is January 15th. Where do the coaches go? All right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll make it simple because uh, I'll say Harbaugh Chargers. I'll say Belichick Falcons. I think that's a really good move for, uh, for Belichick. And then who's left? McDaniels? Vrabel, P. Carroll. Oh. Uh, well, I think Pete Carroll sits a year, right? I know he's getting old. He's 73, but I'm going to say Vrabel to Dallas and I'm mm. going to say Pete Carroll to the Falcons. Interesting. And Belichick to the Eagles. Wow. To the Eagles. Belichick to the Eagles. Holy Just, crap. I'm dropping that one down. Yeah. I think we stick with McCarthy one more year. 
Only because it'll pain me. It'll make the most sense. If you guys stick with McCarthy one more year, mm-hmm. I I think we at least have to go get colonoscopies and some other blood work done for you before we head into the next season. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't want to lose you halfway through the season. Like, oh, I, I see. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know. all of a sudden, like, you know, Archie's, uh, Sal can't be here tonight, so here's his son, (laughs) Archie, he's from the University of Oregon. Um, Now, you can't do another McCarthy. You should have fired him last year. Last year, we were like, this guy shouldn't come back. They did a whole way worse this year. I I don't know if they see it, the Joneses, as a sign of failure or if they like someone else being blamed. I think it's a nice combination of both, which uh, leads them to never fire anyone who should be gone. Well, let's take a break because I want to talk about this. Well, we got through NFL Super Wildcard Weekend. Now we are on to the divisional round for these teams. It's win or go home, but you will always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, so many ways for you to pick up a W. We are going to be doing million-dollar picks on Thursday. We will hopefully be able to do a boost with FanDuel as well, so stay tuned on this podcast or stay tuned on my Twitter feed. I kind of like the Packers. It's a lot of points. It's just just a lot of points. So I don't know. We'll dive into it on Thursday. If you want to follow my pick or my picks, go to FanDuel right now or go to check out my Twitter feed. On FanDuel, new customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash BS to join today. That is FanDuel.com slash BS. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner in the NFL. You must be 21 plus and president in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident, and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S, simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So I'm doing this from memory. And, you know, as as both of us know, as we get older, our memory starts to get a little fuzzy. My my memory of the Cowboys is always sticking with the head coach a year too long. Oh. Is that yeah. fair? It's a like year. a year too long. So the question is, was it already a year too long with McCarthy or starting now, heading into one more year of McCarthy, is that a year too long? I think it's so disgusting because I, I you can't really blame McCarthy and Dak when it's been happening with the organization for so many years. Can I read you something real quick about the Cowboys? This may be Please. the saddest. I had, just, I had just gotten over everything and then I saw this, our, our friend, uh, sent this. I, I won't even say what what what, what friends, but our friend uh, it begins with an A, but he delights in all this stuff. Oh. He really does. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Cowboys ineptitude. Don't even measure it towards the rest of the NFL. Measure it across all four major sports, and it turns out they're the only franchise over the last twenty five years to have a top ten regular season winning percentage and never reach a conference championship game. 
over in all any four, sport, four major sports, and only three of the teams didn't wow. make it to the finals. Losers, freaking losers. And so, of course, they're going to do the wrong thing all over the place. I think they keep McCarthy another year, and that'll be three years too many. We kept Switzer for four years, which was what, two years too long? Yeah, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Six and 10. He kept Gailey for two years. Chan Gailey, I forgot about him. He mm. lost two straight wildcard games. Replaced him with Dave Campa, who had three years. And I think that hard knock season killed him. Had to keep him. He was him, the yeah. least he impressive hard knocks coach we've ever had. <laughs> had Nobody's to see him in the ever been worse than hard knocks. At SeaWorld. Yeah, he had to make his big appearance. Okay. He really missed yeah. out on Twitter. Then you had Parcells, who went 10 and 6, 6 and 10, 9 and 7, 9 and 7. That's just a weird one. I mean, he, he it was his He terms. was kind of on the other side of the mountain. Yeah. Um, then Wade Phillips for three years. Mm-hmm. But five, I guess he, he, he jumped on Phillips. Oh, it was during the season in 2010. They go 6 and 10. Brings in the Clapper. Oh, my yeah. God. The Clapper was your coach for nine and a half years. I know. I mean, that was 13 years years too long. long? Maybe maybe 13. Then McCarthy for four. You're right. You might be stuck with McCarthy (laughs) because they'd be like, well, he won 36 games in his last three years. Uh, I feel so good that I made that point. (laughs) Now we're going to live with it. Gross. (laughs) Don't they just have to do, if Rabel's actually available, don't you just have to get him? He's the prize of this whole thing. I would love him. I would love him. I think he might be a, a tiny bit type A for the Joneses, but uh, you got to You got to start somewhere with that. If someone raises their voice, they can't be excluded from the co- coaching pool. It just can't be like that. You know what's the most stunning coaching thing that happened in 2024 so far? What's Gerard that? Mayo, new Patriots coach. Oh, yeah. Very passionate um, paragraph-long quote about how much he loves Steve Belichick and how Belichick gets a terrible rap. Steve Belichick. Steve, really? And how and how good of a coach he is and how many hours he spent talking football with him and he's a savant. Mm-hmm. It was really, I, he talked me into Steve Belichick in a paragraph. I, the thing I found fascinating about that is I think they announced Friday morning that there's going to be a press conference Wednesday at noon. Like, I don't think a team's ever been so... Uh, such a ho-hum response to, uh, like, they waited five days. I know it's not going to come on a Sunday, but what Wednesday at noon, they're going to announce oh, this? For May? Why not tomorrow? Yeah. Well, you know, they, today? they need time to figure out what kind of stories they're going to leak about how much better <laughs> the atmosphere is than with Mayo and... and I see. Okay. I, I, I know their whole... Yeah. Gotcha. All right. That makes sense. Oh, it's like a cloud is lifted in the building. Right. And Mayo, <laughs> and he's... He actually, he works with the media and he talks to them and it's just, it's way more accountable. Oh, I, I already know what they're going to do. I love it. It's annoying. Um, okay, let's go to the other game. We had, uh, we had Bills, Steelers. Mm-hmm. So I took the Steelers plus 10 and million dollar picks. I went the other way. So thinking I did finally win a game. Well, thinking that there was going to be this snowstorm and terrible weather and I'm just like, oh, it's under 36 and... Yeah. Steelers plus 10, like this game's going to be like nine to three. And mm-hmm. then of course they wait a day and they, they nudge the game to today. And I felt terrible about that pick. Do, do I have to count the pick? I mean, I guess I can make <laughs> my own rules. It's fake money. It's million dollar picks, but I just, I'm yeah. just mad. I had the Steelers plus 10, like, you know, rooting for some backdoor cover with Mason Rudolph and, and the weather was not that bad. I mean, the field was Rock yeah, the fans back. are the ones who got, you know, they, they, they got screwed. They had to dig their way to their own seats, right? But otherwise, right. the players, it was just like a, a week, a December 8th game or something where it was cold and everything. Yeah, that was a weird game. I go back and forth with the Bills because I'm like, God, this team is the best. They really have yeah. everything. And Josh Allen's ability to run is the single greatest asset that yep. a quarterback remaining in the playoffs has right now. And then it's like, what the hell? They can't put this team away. Why is it like, you know, 21-10 and the Steelers are driving and Rudolph throws a bad pick? Like, they're right in this game. So I find myself constantly checking the Bills' Super Bowl odds. And then on the other end, I'm like, wow, they could lose to anybody. It's weird. You look at the stats. The stats are pretty close. Yeah. And it comes down to basically Rudolph throws that pick in the end zone. Yeah. But other than that, it, it felt like Ben watched that. He missed the first, like, hour of the game and then watched the rest with me and he's like dad are the Steelers better like I and I'm like no no you missed the first hour but they were kind of going toe to toe I thought they got hosed 
on so many calls. I didn't really care who won. They like, did? I, like, but I thought they, uh, there was two, two guys got concussions. Neither play was called. The Porter thing was one of the most violent things I saw that all weekend. Bad. He's getting, he's bad. tackling a guy and this offensive lineman just comes and nails him from behind with a block. I, right. They just didn't call it. They called a 15 yarder on uh, hitting Allen after the whistle. They called some bogus. I, I just didn't like it. Well, they also they, fumbled the ball for some reason that they gave back to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, that, that was wasn't weird. great. Pittsburgh had two and, turnovers. And, Buffalo, and Buffalo, missed two, Buffalo missed two field goals. I don't know. I, I thought it was about right at 31-17. I, I got to tell you, I'm just sick of the... I know you are too. Maybe you don't want to say. I'm so down on the Steelers. I'll get into more of it later. But it's isn't it the same every year? They get above 500. Yeah. They win the last game of the season against a backup quarterback to make the playoffs. Then they right. bring a, a, a sub par quarterback into the postseason and if TJ Watt isn't healthy their only chance is to maybe get a, a backdoor cover versus a big spread it's it's the same every single year would you make a Mike Tomlin storming out of his press conference he didn't like that right <laughs> was it the question or was he just done with the season I thought that was a weird way to handle it I like when the, co the coach is like I just want to talk about this demoralizing game nothing else <laughs> if you go right. outside of yeah. that like all right, we could bring it up, but it seems like this would upset you more than anything. Yeah, mm. I don't know. He might be. Maybe he'll too. be available. Imagine if he became available too. Go right to Philly. He should go right to Philly. God, that would be an incredible Belichick spot. Perfect. Oh, he Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. He loves that organization and the history. And that would yeah. be. That's the only thing that's holding me back on him going to Atlanta. With there are these teams that have real history. We, we know at least Dallas is going to be available. We know Philly, probably. And then we know maybe Pittsburgh, if this Tama thing gets weird. Those are three of what, the most what's famous your gold, franchises silver, we have. Bronze. What's your gold, silver, bronze? Which would hurt you the most? Which would hurt your feelings the most? Where he might. I am rooting for Belichick wherever he goes. No, with that's that, not true. You with know that it's not said, true. Yeah. Philly would really bug me. Philly's one. The Philly Pitt fans are annoying. And I have so many of them in my life, but uh, no. they yeah. they hate Belichick and they would just 180 it immediately. Oh, we got the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like they're holding it's like, you shit on this guy for 20 years. <laughs> and now he's your best friend. Um, Jet Jets wouldn't bother you? Nah, the Jets are pathetic. He would never do that. Okay. I know. Yeah. Go to all the right. Jets. You might as well go to the UFL. Wow. All right. So what, just the why, wow, the Jets are they're they're pathetic. Come on, even the I Jets guess so. fans are like Simmons is right. We're pathetic. I'm saying he Who's ends up beating up the Jets. You? What if he beats your team with as a coach of the Jets? That sucks, doesn't it? He's never going to the Jets. The Giants, I think he would go to, mm -hmm. but they have a coach, and uh, I think he out. likes Dayball. So, right, be interesting though if they if the Giants if Belichick wanted to come back. And they worked out a deal to let Dayball out of his contract so he could go somewhere else mm -hmm. and hired Belichick. I think this Belichick thing, this is one of the most fascinating subplots we've had because he's still a really good coach. He was just a bad GM. Belichick, mm -hmm. the GM, killed Belichick, the coach, for five years here. But if you just give him a good... The Giants don't qualify, but if you gave him that Philly team or Dallas, like you don't think he would have fixed that Philly defense and figured out some shit? I guess like had, so. Your, your defense, defense played tough. we had, we, we had did. this, we lost Judon and Gonzalez and our defense got better. Like he's always going to have a good defense. Mm -hmm. It'll be so. a good. Uh, Cowboys will take him as a defensive coordinator. That's fine. Quinn gone. Defensive coordinator. Do that under, under the great Mike McCarthy. So with the Bills, um, they were fine. I still, I don't watch them and get the feeling like everyone's on the same page. They also lost Bernard. I mean, they keep losing. They're yeah. just, every once in a while, they just lose one of the best guys in their defense. I thought that was mm -hmm. a huge one. It felt like the game shifted after he went out too. It was already right. kind of shifting, but, um, and it doesn't seem like that was uh, an injury where he's going to be waltzing back onto the field next week. It was something bad. It was an ankle and he had to go off on the cart. Um, yeah. So... I'm looking at the Chiefs and everybody's, there's going to be all this. It's time. The Bills, they're due. People are, are thinking like they're, they're cresting. It's like, are they cresting? Like the Steelers were really in that game. That was not a 31-17 game. Mm -hmm. um, and then la last week, you go back to the, the Pats and I, I just don't feel like they're cresting. I think they're beatable. 
and the Chiefs will do guess the Lions. My guess would be that it's going to shift a little toward the Bills side, but I, I like the Chiefs. Like, really? Until the Bills beat the Chiefs, I don't see how you go against the Chiefs. It's a great game. And by the way, just I don't know how who we need to talk to about this, but what we just see six games, five of them were duds, five of them were yeah. absolute duds, and uh, and you know, and that and that Detroit Rams game was good. Uh, in fact, we're, we're bummed that one of the teams was eliminated. But give us a good Bills Chiefs game. I love it. I mean, it's one of my favorite second round games that didn't involve my team in a long, long time. Sunday night, basically, just just get it right, get it good. I wonder if if the Bills are like the uh, like the Dominique Wilkins Hawks in the mid eighties, mm. or like you know th- these teams that it's. They were really fun to watch, but ultimately weren't that impactful. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Chiefs, I, I just think I don't, I just don't think they're going to beat Mahomes with this team they have. Because Mason Rudolph could have made a couple plays and been in the game. That's that's what you're looking how you're looking at it, right? Man, I don't think their defenses, especially if you're going to take Bernard out of there, right? And I don't uh, know. I don't know. I, I didn't don't. love how Pittsburgh played. Like they missed tackles. Buffalo made a couple of big plays basically off of Pittsburgh just kind of messing up stuff. Well, um, as much Allen's as we great. love as much as we love Allen and Mahomes, if either team gets their running game, we've always said this. If either team gets their running game going, and honestly, if Buffalo really couldn't lose this game with Allen not turning the ball over and then rushing for almost 180 yards, right? Like if if they could do that next week, same kind of thing. But I don't know. He'll probably be due for one. I don't know, man. Josh Allen, that guy's good, bro. Is <laughs> a good bro? He's just good, bro. <laughs> he he's just that guy can ball, man. Cold weather, bro. Jesus. <laughs> um, he comes down from the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow this game is in Buffalo, even though Casey <laughs> wrapped up their division like two and a half months ago. <laughs> They have to be wondering, like, how do we not have a two seed? Oh, it's because of the freaking Raiders. Blame them. <laughs> um, let's do guess the line. Anything else you have on Bill Stewart's pretty mundane uh, game? No, I think that was basically it. I, you know, I, I it would have been better, I guess, if TJ Watt was in there. But I mean, what do we think about Allen's fake slide into like a fifty-two yard touchdown run? Well, so I just think we have to make a decision as a league. Yeah. First of all, I think the fake slide should be outlawed. Sure. Just, you can't have it both ways where now you can trick people who are terrified to run into anyway. That, I mean, that one today, who is, I think it was Alan. I'm, I'm blending the games together, but somebody got a late hit on a slide. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, he got one. And it was ridiculous. And you slow it up and it's like, how does he not stop? But in real time, like, I, like, Honestly, if you're running forward and you're starting to bend down and do a dive, like how do you stop that? So and what's I that? He called? actually stopped and put his hands up and like was right. trying not to run into him. And I, you know, yeah, I mean, it's it wouldn't be much different from a guy who calls a fair catch and then starts running with the ball, right? But what do you right. call it? What would you call the? What would the call be? I think you would call it like it's like almost like a flop. Fake flop, but the announcer, the referee comes out and says flopping number, number two, Josh No, Allen. it's like a fake dive, um, <laughs> dive, dive chicanery. Dive chicanery, number 17 <laughs> offense. Dive from chicanery the, is good. From the spot of the chicanery, first down. <laughs> I had House and I broke down our favorite candy bars on uh, Thursday's pod. Yeah. And I was saying how one of my favorite things to do is to take graham cracker, like a, a cold marshmallow and like a Hershey, like square and mm-hmm. just munch it together and just eat it mm-hmm. instead of like making it like a real s'more. I called it the raw dog s'mores. Nice. <laughs> and I think dive chicanery is just as good. Raw dog s'mores and dive chicanery. Dive I'm, chicanery. I'm on fire right now. With, with, you with you might see bro. both on the shelves. Yeah. Sometime soon. Yeah, Whole foods. That's great. I don't like the dives. I don't like the fake dives. I don't know what the defender's when we've reached a point where we're none of us can tell each other what the defender is supposed to do as the dive's happening, then right. maybe we have to revisit this. I also thought, we didn't talk about yesterday when Higby got annihilated from behind and, and it mm-hmm. turned out he blew out his ACL. And Collins was like, 
Mike, I've talked to 25 receivers. See, I like this. you ask all of them, would you rather take a head hit or go into the go into your ankles? All of them mm. would take the head hit, Mike. Right. Which I thought was interesting. It's like I thought that was yeah. great. I mean, terrible, but great. But then the guy who laid the hit said, Hey, blame the quarterback. He tried to kill his receiver. <laughs> he actually said that today. So there's a little of that too. Mike, I, I asked 25 friends of mine, would you rather have your wife cheat on you with the gardener or the pool boy? And all of them said the gardener. All 25. One was a real whore. She said both, but I don't know. You know, that's, that's few and far between. Uh, all right. We're going to do the round two guest alliance. You're up one nothing. Niners yeah. minus nine at Packers. That is the Saturday night game. Congratulations to the Texans. They pulled it off. They are in the shaky spot yet again. <laughs> First game of the day. If, if wait, let me this, ask you something. If they make the Super Bowl, is it going to be like Saturday at 1.30? <laughs> they have to move the game. Yeah. Fanatics has to cancel their party. Um, <laughs> Texans at Baltimore is our first game. I really debated whether I wanted to put this in double digits or not. And I think it has to end up in double digits. I have Ravens 10 and a half. Good for me. I said seven and a half and it's eight and a half. Oh, okay. But I will say this. Respect for the Texans. I think they put it in the, uh, no, you can't tease this zone. I think you're right. I think it will go to nine. Gets to nine and a half, right? I think it has to get to 10. So you can't even do a a seven point tease with it. Maybe, maybe. (sighs) The fun one. Two teams, both of the underdogs on Saturday violate flagrantly a manifesto rule, which Which is be careful of any team that everybody's overreacting to after round one. Mm -hmm. Packers, Texans, who looked awesome in round one, and it always throws you off for round two. How about especially if they're first-year playoff quarterbacks? I'm going to go right right at the top of the manifesto, too. Oh, we didn't do the quarterback thing we wanted to do. So you always talk about top 10 quarterbacks. Just just an mm-hmm. aside before we do the other two lines. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, and whatever order you want. That's like the big five. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar. Okay. And if you have to bump anyone and make it a Mount Rushmore, Justin Herbert, take a seat. Right. Wait a minute. Right let me, let that, me take, so, so Hertz is out of there already. Hertz is out of there for me. Hmm. Um, I have him on the next, the next level with Love, Stroud, and Stafford, and then the level below Purdy, Dak, Mayfield, Goff. Is there anybody hmm. else you would put in there? Would you? I wouldn't put Trevor Lawrence on any of those tiers. I did this differently with the against all odds guys on us on a text. And I said, they're like, oh, this team shouldn't be ha- excited about their quarterback. I was like, how many teams are should actually be excited about their quarterback? I said, is it three? And they were all like, no, it's nine. I said, really, nine? And it's basically the same first tier that you have. Allen, Stroud, Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert. I, but so I leave Herbert out of that. Jackson's in there. and But they had like Richardson in there. Like no. excited about the quarterback, but Come I feel on. like, and Bar- Burrow's obviously in there, but I feel like Richardson, Purdy, Love, even Herbert are like one game away from you being like, oh, screw that guy. If, like if mm. you're one game away from you saying, right, then how could you be excited about it? I'm in on Love. I, I think he has it. I thought he was so good in that Dallas game. I was watching some of the throws he made last yeah. night. Sports Center was doing a montage. And it, I mean, he... The guys were wide open, so that was a problem. But um, yeah. but he was, you know, you put good pressure on him. He was moving around. Yeah, so maybe Herbert moves out. Maybe it's Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lamar. It's like your Mount Rushmore right now. And then it's Herbert, Stroud, Love, Stafford, and Hurts in some order. But I think Love's on that next line. And then you move into that Purdy, Dak, Mayfield, Goff. And I think Purdy has a chance to move up if they can win a couple of playoff games with them. But I want to see Wait, it. So how many have you named so far? Like 12? So I, I have four at the top. The next yeah. level's five. And mm-hmm. then the next level's four. So that's 13 total. And you don't have Lawrence? I do. No way I have Lawrence. There's no way I have Lawrence. 
Wow. And I wouldn't have Rogers. Is so there anybody funny else you even put in there? It's so weird how it moves, though, because people, it's this year we're talking, oh, Lawrence is definitely cracking the top five. I know we're going to forget somebody and, and, and people are going to be mad. I mean, yeah, you're not no, putting I'm Dak in there. No, I'm looking through it. I didn't forget you're being, anybody. You're being spiteful, not putting, well, like, what, what are we talking about? Like, are we talking about regular season quarterback oh, or? Is, I guess, yeah. does Cousins, I guess Cousins is at least, because he'll be healthy <laughs> by the time next year happens. So he's yeah. at least on the third tier. So that's 14. Right. And then Kyler, I, I kind of want to see a little more from Kyler. Mm-hmm. But I think he would be right underneath with Lawrence and some others. But he's not in the top 14. You, you mentioned Goff. Is Mayfield's in, Goff there. in there. Yeah, Goff's in there. I, I had that good. last level, Purdy, Dak, Mayfield, Goff, Cousins. Right. So in the right team with the right people, you could probably win a playoff mm-hmm. game or two with those guys. The only... T- I think pushback you'd get is people love Richardson in, in the limited time we saw him. That's fine. I w- I'd like to see him play for a month. I mean, he yeah. got we, he got hurt two times in the three games he played. Right. You know? I mean, and, uh, yeah. Everyone else you're leaving out should be left out. Ritter, Carr, Russ. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I guess the other question is, you got Caleb Williams coming in and Drake May and Jaden mm-hmm. Daniels. Which one of those guys has a chance to be Stroud next year and just be immediately good? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to say good right away, it's probably Jaden Daniels. It'd be fun if it was Jaden Daniels. That's what I was about to say. It'd be really say. fun if he's on my team. Yeah. With Gerard Mayo. <laughs> who's going to... Ger- uh, with Gerard Mayo, who's... The clouds lifted. He gave individual one-on-one interviews with different reporters. <laughs> His press conferences have been super accessible. We I, don't I know. already know we, what We're gonna not going to know till Wednesday at noon. All this could Makes wait. Makes me mad. <laughs> All right, last two lines. We have uh, the Lions hosting the Bucks. I know it's one of these two. It's either seven or it's seven and a half. I'm going to say Lions by seven and a half. All right, I get this again. It started at five and a half, went to six, and I had five. Right? Really? So you're what? Point just and a half six? Off on, just six. That's too right low. there in that that's teaser gonna, zone. That's going to go up. You think so? Baker was really good. I mean, the playoff. Yeah, now, was, now I'm going into a dome against a defense that I thought played really well in that Rams game mm-hmm. and hit the shit out of Stafford. Yeah, I have to say, out of the three road teams, you have good, really good quarterback performances in the divisional round. The Texans, Stroud, Love, and Baker. Like Mahomes is probably fourth in terms of all those guys and how they were were this weekend. It could be just the month of Michigan. That's the other thing. Oh, right. Because we had, you know, first home lines win in forever. Mm-hmm. We had Michigan win the title. And then today, it seems like Jalen and Seaweb kind of made up. Mm-hmm. They had four of the Fab Five was at the Michigan basketball game today. And Jalen and Seaweb, and Jalen's like, this is my brother. And I don't know how real it is, but I did not expect to see that. So a Fab Five kind of yeah. basic reunion, I, it was not on my bingo card. So who knows? Well, maybe. maybe yeah. How about just take taking the Celtics to overtime in Boston? That's I know. Just how about Monty Williams playing Jaden Ivey real minutes and giving <laughs> him the ball tonight after 35 games? Maybe I, they're I, turning around. I hate to inject them, but you already have. So Celtics to go undefeated at home. What do you think the odds are? I know what they are. What do you think? Oh my God, that's got to be like 75 to one. Close. 60. You could They're put a going, few, you could put a couple thousand. There's no 10, way. 000. It's too hard. Nobody's doing that. All right. The three point variance, you're not doing it, but I am very focused on the streak. It's fun. 60 to one. I'm going to the Grizzlies game in a couple weeks and I'm, I'm praying the streak is still alive for that one. Two weeks. There, so what is that? Is that four, four more yeah, they, games? They could be in like they'll be. In, it could be at like twenty four by then. All right. So you beat me for this week. I did. Kind of spanked me last I game. Could, I could maybe sweep you here. Like you, you swept me last week. I mean, now because you, you know what this line's going to be. Bills, well, Chiefs. I was a half point off. I'll tell you that much. Bills, Chiefs in Buffalo. It's not mm-hmm. going to be three. It's going to be two and a half. Bills two yeah. and a half over the Chiefs. All right, you got you saved some face there. It is exactly two and a half. Yeah, I said it's two. not quite three. It'll be two and a half. It'll drop to two. It'll go back up to two and a half. Mm-hmm. 
and then I'll probably stay there. All right, so you're teasing the Chiefs with everything. No, no reason for anyone to watch million dollar picks. You're, you got the Chiefs at eight and a half or eight, whatever. Not teasing the, not teasing the Chiefs. I think no. that's. I think you just bet the money line in that one. What's the money line? Now I'm gonna look because I have one twenty two plus one twenty two. Oh man, they just hose you on all money line value now these days. <laughs> not just Fanduel. Anyway, they just the yeah. inefficiencies of twenty years ago, where it would be like. Chiefs right. plus two and a half, plus one forty-five. It was then, always one fifty, one thirty for yeah, like always. Ah, Jesus, um, you know what I would bet on? Because Mike Evans sucked today, and I could see him just being awesome in the mm-hmm. Lions game. Just like, yeah. oh, oh, good, Mike Evans is here because he does that like what five, six times a year on the car on the turf. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll do parent corner. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and They're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax because as any parent knows, there are always two things we can't get enough of, and that's time and money. And that's why CarMax is making it fast and easy to get pre-qualified for your next car so you can get personalized items and shop within your monthly budget with no impact to your credit score. Save time, start shopping for a car you'll love and get pre-qualified today. CarMax, the way car buying should be. See details at CarMax.com. All right, Sal, what do you got? All right, so maybe like in the beginning, I was a little like irrationally upset at the Steelers, but there, there's a reason for it. So my middle son, Jack, um, as you know, we gave him the middle name Romo, right? Jack Romo. And that wasn't by accident because my favorite player is Tony Romo. And so what he has done now, he's a great kid, but he's completely spit in my face with this football stuff because he has taken on the Steelers as his yeah. favorite team for years now. He's got every Christmas, I have to see him unwrap a Steelers sweatshirt. Terrible towels all over it's his room parenting. and everything. No, it's bad parenting. Honestly, it's this and is it's, your fault. It is my. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because the it, 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 it Tony's going to move out unless he changes his team. You're paying for everything. Really, hey, Jack? I say you want to live here? Yeah, I said that to Ben. Ben had like a split second with the Lakers to fuck with mm-hmm. me, and I'm like, "You can do that. You're just not going to live here." And he's, and he's like, "Hi." Right. And I'm like, "I'm serious. There's going to oh, be wow. no Lakers. Yeah, you can live with your grandmother." I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, he would he would probably rather live with his grandmother, but it was all because of ke- ketchup. He fell in love with Heinz ketchup, and it was Heinz mm. Field, and it's no longer Heinz Field. It's stupid, but it's probably just as stupid as me 
growing up in Long Island rooting for the Cowboys. So I'm not saying too much about it. So anyway, they're off for MLK Day, right? And he's getting very excited for this Steelers game that they're supposed to get crushed in. But he's, he likes the cold and the weather and he's got all the stats and everything. And we're watching together and he's rooting hard every play. And I have a gigantic teaser with the Bills in it. Um, so I'm not at all pretending to have his back or be okay with this. And mm. when they're starting to make the comeback, I'm getting annoyed. And I went upstairs and there's really no end to this story. But I think he was mad that I couldn't sit and root for the Steelers with him when I root just be, with his be other brothers. Dad. Yeah, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, um, we're going to have to sell some shit if the Bills lose this game. I don't know, <laughs> don't I don't know how else to say this. Yeah. Jack, here's <laughs> what a 10-point tease means. Yes, we're, we're going to be listening to the rest of the playoffs in a car on the radio, and it's not going to be our <laughs> car. It's going to be a rental, a shitty rental. So right. um, I don't know. But so that's the end of it. It's really not, not much of a story. But you, so you say I could um, threaten the house. See, you had a better parent corner. You had that Cowboys game yesterday, but you also weren't able to go to your son's baseball tournament. Oh, okay. And you were watching the baseball tournament on your phone. I think the only thing worse than going to a youth baseball tournament (laughs) is watching it on your phone with some parents streaming. You go, come on, Tommy. Come on. Just get a good licking. Come on. And you're just watching this for seven hours. They played four games. My wife had to go to Irvine and that drive. And she's like, Fuck you. She's like, you're watching football all day. I'm like, no, I'm working. We're doing the podcast at the end. And you and I had a, we had to time it so that I got home after they did, which was very late. Yeah. I thought <laughs> so, I was, I thought she that had was been smart. there. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. But he got a big, nice plastic uh, fat ring for 11 hours of uh, oh. baseball uh, on Sunday. So Irvine, right. the number one spot to have a kids tournament. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you got the Irvine fields. spectrum. And if you got time to kill, if there's like, Time to game. Just that's right. To that's what I told yeah. her. I tried to tell yeah. her. I got a lot of time to kill. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, 11 hours on those baseball benches, that's that you end up like Larry Bird in the back brace. I would like to, to hear to like bring those uh, fancy chairs. Yeah. Coming off the Emmys, like, so I'd like to hear a story of someone who wrote a screenplay watching their kid play baseball because there's so much downtime. There really is. Oh, you my could God. Probably get a lot of work done. It's like a Tarantino movie. Yeah. I mean, you could, all kinds of terrible things could happen. Right. Um, so my daughter went back to uh, to Boston yesterday for college. Mm-hmm. My wife dropped her off. She had two bags that she brought with her that she checked. Mm-hmm. So she's got to land, got to wait for the bags. Logan Airport is super confusing now. Ever since they changed stuff around, you've got to like, even I get confused. I've been going to Boston my whole life. Um, you got to go, you got to go up an elevator, you got to walk across a bridge, you got to come back down to the Uber. And we're panicked. They, you know, there's these moments in life with your kids where you're just like, look, they're going to have to figure it out one way or the other. And we've had a couple of these, but this is the big one. It's like, all right, she's got two bags. Is she going to be able to find the two bags? Is she going to be able to navigate, go up, down, get the thing, get the Uber? And we were, um, before we taped the, I didn't even tell you this, before we taped the podcast, and I'm getting texts from her like, dad, I'm at baggage claim. The bags aren't here yet. And I'm like, oh, oh no. my God, here we go. She's, it's going to be an absolute murder. And then it was quiet for a while. And then it was like, I did it. I'm in the Uber. And I was like, oh, I was so fired up. It's it's these little checkpoints where it's like, yeah. I don't know, at some point, because my dad was like, let me go pick her up. I'll pick her up at the airport. And uh, I'm like, no, you know what? She's got to figure out how to do this shit. Mm-hmm. She's 18 and a half. And she's in college and she should be able to pull this off. And she, she pulled it off. So that was great. My, uh, on the flip <laughs> side, my son, um, pulled off. I don't think he wore a shirt for the entire Martin Luther King weekend. I don't, I don't I know could, what was going on. Even though it was like, I could vouch degrees. for, I could vouch yeah, you for saw Saturday, two days Sunday. of it. Yeah. I think he was just in wrestling shorts and no shirt for mm-hmm. three straight days. And yeah. even with guests coming over, it didn't seem to matter. Maybe put a <laughs> shirt on for five seconds, but, uh, but yeah, the checkpoints with your kids and then looked in the room today and uh, it, it Zoe's room and it looked like, um, honestly, like those Oklahoma tornadoes after the tornado when there's just right. telephone poles over and there's just houses blown off and just like small fires still going. That's what her room looked like. <laughs> so my wife said, I already miss her, but I'm glad she's gone. Was her, <laughs> was her quote. <laughs> she's here for five weeks. But yeah, uh, it's a lot. 
I know it's a lot. They're they're home for a long time. That's what I try to tell my wife. They're home like, for a long right, time. So they have an attitude. Yeah, yeah. They they're don't like want to be with us. They're different people. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, have they're the, like uh, adults. It's like they're renting a room from us. They're like right. renting a one bedroom. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Where did it's we like, go wrong? And now like, I got to tell my. Where are you going? Why don't you want to hang out with us? Because I don't want to hang out with you. I want to go out. I want to see my friends. Like, all right. right. All right, cool. Yeah. You never ask questions. And then I'm cool. thinking, though, the, the, all right, well, you have to see your grandparents. And then we're sitting there with the grandparents. I'm like, oh, this is boring as shit. I totally get why they don't want to be here. <laughs> right. right. So I don't know. Like, hey, how are ways. you? Yeah. You know, I I should have said when, when you're threatening Jack with the Steelers yeah. thing, you should have threatened him with your dad, not your mom. I think. Oh, right. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. you will have to live, <laughs> right. live with my dad. If you don't drop this, I think he would have dropped it. You're right. I got, I'm going to make a list of the Your mom would have cooked for ones. him. Like they, there's uh -huh. some, some positives. I don't know. I don't know if there've been a lot of pluses. No, he wouldn't. He'd, uh, might, might be some corporal punishment in there. Uh, <laughs> carrying over from Simply the early seventies. Hit him with a long ruler. Yeah. Um, all right. That's parent quarter. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. With CarMax, you can pre-qualify in as little as five minutes with no impact to your credit score. And you can shop a nationwide inventory with your personalized monthly budget. With all the time and money you'll save, maybe you'll plan your next family road trip, even if it's just around the block. CarMax, the way car buying should be. See details at CarMax.com. All right. Well, we thought we were going to go 30 minutes and we went 52 and we didn't even Look talk about Jimmy getting hosed at the Emmys, which whatever. <laughs> I should have should have guessed it at this point. I don't know why Such I was excited. Bummer. Such a yeah. bummer. I, it makes that, me mad at a baby doll. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> Tell me why I'm mad at baby doll that uh, he's like sitting with his other clients. <laughs> he's like he's at John Stewart's table the whole night. Right. He's staying with Jimmy, our Jimmy, but sits yeah. with John Stewart. And uh, and you saw him today, didn't you? Yeah, this has turned into Aging Corner. So I'm power walking. I walked yeah. all the way to Beverly Hills because I had calls and I yeah. was doing listening to podcasts. And I'm so I go all the way down. I'm walking back on Beverly Boulevard, and all of a sudden somebody starts beeping the horn and waving. Oh, it was an on the other side. And I'm like, I'm like, who's that? And the person does a U-turn and comes back toward me, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a nightmare. And it was Baby Doll. You're and so you were he right. pulled into a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, he pulled into a parking lot and he spoke two Marlboro Reds in 11 minutes as we caught up because he had to get back to Jimmy's to change for the Emmys. But somehow pulled off two Marlboro Reds. It's a parking lot. Somebody kept coming out and looking to see what we were doing. And uh, so I'm like, I'm like, well, this is a weird one for you tonight with Colbert and Jimmy. Like, it, mm -hmm. like if Colbert wins, it's going to be awkward. Like Jimmy, you know, he's waited 20 years for this. And, and baby said, I win either way, baby. Yeah, that's what I hate. That's yeah, what I hate. he's pretty, you know, that's that was his attitude. Because John Oliver, this is the first time John John Oliver had his own, uh, not his own category, but a different category. Different category, won, yeah. He won that, of course. So it opened it up for the Colbert's and Jimmy's. And then, but John Stewart was in this one as well. So yeah. I'm like, all right, if anything, it's going to be John Stewart. No, Trevor Noah, who we looked up, lasted a show in August of 2012. No, he, he, it's after that. It's He's after been off that. that show a lot. But I think one of the things with this Emmys was it was for like 18 months ago. I guess so. Right? Right, that's true. It wasn't even, yeah. Yeah, this very is very confusing. late in the season. Uh, sorry, My Jimmy. Emmys recap is that Succession and the Bear won absolutely every award except for <laughs> Dahmer's Neighbor and a couple <laughs> beef people. Dahmer's Neighbor came in there. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple of beef, <laughs> beef people. That was it. And my dude, Steve. Shout out to Steve. Yeah. He got, a, right. he got a big one. Yeah. He's a great right. guy. Um, yeah, it's fun. All right, cuz, what do you got to plug? We have uh, Against the Odds a couple times this week. Uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend at the end of the week. I will uh, have Andre Reed, the great Buffalo Bill, on. Um, and Ring of Wise Guys on Sunday. Great time seeing the fellas from the Ring of Wise Guys. You flew them all out. We were, did the shows in person. You were like, we're going to blow this out. I was like, all right, I don't know what that means, but we did. We watched sports. We had the Godfather in the background for two days. We ate like slobs. We saw each other, I think, at our best and at our worst because all our teams lost. Mine and yeah. Raheem's lost. JJ's lost. I lost Bill Belichick. You lost Belichick. Ha and uh, House was Jacko losing the was ability there. to hire a coach because Washington wouldn't hire anyone. Jacko doesn't have a team. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I, the most interesting thing to me was you and Raheem. 
because yeah, I, love I said it was like Rocky three when after the first round, <laughs> when Rocky's like, I can't keep Clubber. He's like, I can't keep him off me about Clubber Lang. It was like this new <laughs> era of boxer. Right. Raheem was at a whole other level. I, I almost thought you were in awe. He was, uh, he was on websites that we'd never heard of and was just, yeah. uh, I, he, I, he was looking at MLK basketball bets during the first really game was. on Sunday, was planning his next day. I, yeah. I thought you were looking at your immortality as a gambler in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a whole other story to this, but I, I ultimately feel bad for him. I look at that and I'm like, wow, this is a cursed. I see what he's doing. And um, yeah. he, he doesn't seem to have trouble winning, but that's no. only half the game in this business, sadly. <laughs> yeah, he's actually too successful. Right, exactly. Some people yeah. won't even take his action. Raheem, but right. yeah, he was he was giving us a lot of worse. We're stories. doing everybody a favor by giving you our losing picks. Like you right. never see the other side of it, where you win and get banned from every casino. <laughs> right, <laughs> the casinos are like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, all right, Sal. Good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton and Steve Cerruti. Thanks to cousin Sal. Don't forget to follow YouTube.com/slash Bill Simmons if you want clips and other things from this podcast and some walk and talk stuff for me as I walk around the streets of LA, try not to step in dog feces or human feces. New rewatchables is up. Silver Linings Playbook, Chris Ryan, Zach Barron, Andy Greenwald, check that as well. I'm not sure when you're going to see me again. It might be Thursday, it might be earlier than that. So stay tuned. Enjoy the rest of the week until I see you again. Must be 21 plus and president select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 188 188- 789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.